What's up, everybody? Welcome back. Another episode of the Always Chillin' Podcast. Kenny D and the Sandman here at the barbershop once again. Beautiful Sunday, as always. Today is Father's Day. Uh, we already talked about dads. I'm not a dad, but Damon has a few kids. <laughs> so yeah, I got a few. So I got him, a few. I'm going to let him talk about what it's like to be a dad for a little bit here today. Well, man, I got uh, I got eight of them, man. And uh, yeah, eight. 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 I didn't try. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, apparently you did, man. I didn't try, you know what I mean? But it, but it, but it, you know, it happened like that. Mm. Uh, I had, no lie, man, and there's a funny backstory to it. I have six sons, six boys, and I have two daughters. Now, the, the relationships have been uh, in and out, yeah. up and down over the years, but regardless of the facts, I'm still a father. And uh, I loved every bit of it, man. Especially when they were little, you know, those are the, those were the good times. Those that's where you shape, mold. Yeah, you 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 let them bump their heads. You know what I mean? I was the type of dad where I let them bump it. I let you. I let I'm gonna let you decide if you want to climb up on that again. I'm gonna make. <laughs> right. I'm gonna let you make the decision, even though he's four years old. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna let you make the decision, man. I, I I had a ball. It was always a chance for me to. Uh, remain a kid you know I was a young okay. father and I was yeah I was 17 years old Damn. uh in the detention center I turned 17 in the detention center with my first son on the way Shit. on a murder charge right so he was born while I was in while I was in juvie lockup in and I remember getting to hold him you know what I'm saying and I was like wow that's that you know I mean, if you see my son right now, I mean, it's crazy, man. I mean, I know there's kids that look like their parents, but one night he almost got me in trouble because he was in the club, and I told Jenna <laughs> I was at home, you know what I mean? And she called me like, you fucking liar. I'm like, man, I'm at home. That's how much he looks like me, man. Okay. And and my second son, uh, again, I don't know how I did this. I don't know, but he's they're probably about three weeks apart. Three weeks apart. Three weeks. Oh shit. Maybe a little less. <laughs> man, I was I was rolling stone, dog. I was yeah. I was getting it in, man. Apparently, dude. Yeah. Then I then my third son, he was born. Uh, I was in prison as well. And uh, what was that? Ninety nine. Yeah, I was I was pretty much locked up, man. Except for my daughter and one of my sons. Three. I was I was able to see three of them born. I'll put it to you like that. The rest of them, I was uh, either locked up. Pretty sure I was locked up. But like I said, I was a young father, man. I was uh, 17, 18, moved out mm. on my own. Me and, you know, my girlfriend at the time who, you know, was pregnant with my son. I was still in high school. I was going to school from my own apartment. Shit. Yeah, dropping my son Damn. off at daycare. Yeah, that's Stopping up. at McDonald's, that's getting some, some flapjacks, and going to school, man. Yeah, that's that. It, I, I mean, other than the fact that I was a felon at such a young age, 16, 15 years old, you know, I didn't see it. It, it wasn't hard. I mean, I had little sisters, I had plenty of little cousins. So mm -hmm. as far as the. Taking care of the child, you know, yeah, it wasn't hard. You know what I mean? Knew. I already knew. Got it. Plus the support, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, you know what I mean? It, it was cool until I started going in and out of prison and shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that kind of that that kind of strained the relationships, you know what I mean? And, and you know, I, sure. and I take full responsibility for it, you know what I mean? I ain't here to 
cry about it or anything. You know what I mean? I know what I did, and uh, I'm always here. But uh, at the same time, uh, one thing prison taught me, man, was uh, to uh, desensitize myself to shit. Yeah, you know what I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'm never gonna be that guy to see his baby mama in the Walmart parking lot and start. Ah, 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 ah. I'm never gonna do that. I'm never gonna try to make her life hard. I mean, if they want to see me, they can see me. If they don't, they don't. I gotta live on. Right. Yeah. You know, and ultimately, ultimately, that's what I did. And I was just reading some uh, just this morning. You know, not everybody uh, accepts your change. Not everybody will praise your progress. Mm-hmm. You know, and. In the past 10 years, man, nothing but good for me. Yeah. I mean, finding a wife, mm-hmm. beautiful woman, almost 10 years now in business, you know what I mean, and another business and, you know, in its infancy, man. I mean, I've built, as far as I'm concerned, I've, I've built something that they can all eat off of. Yeah. Through all my trials, through all my tribulations, I walked through hell like I owned it. And ultimately, I've built something that they can all eat off of. Mm-hmm. And it's here if they want it. Yeah, that's, you know, that's all I got to say about that. Yeah, that's fucking cool too, man. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, good on you for that. It's I mean, I definitely mean, defying the odds and all. I mean, of, that that's ways, what it is. So. You know, what I mean, I don't want to pat myself on the back hey, or anything, you should, but man. You should, my man. arms are long. You know, yeah. <laughs> I can do it. You know what I mean? But it is what it is, man. Like I said, most of them are grown. Shit, my oldest is almost shit, twenty eight. Yeah, damn, almost my age. Yeah, yeah, shit. yeah, 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 yeah. My youngest, uh, I got a fourteen year old. You know what I mean? And all beautiful children, you know what I mean? I can't deny none of them. You know what I mean? You, you you know they're my kids. But yeah, I had a beautiful day regardless, though. Like I said, my stepson called me. Grandbabies called me up, nice, man. Yeah, man. Nice. So it was dope anyway, man. Wife put some of my favorite food on the grill. Hey, there you I go. Had a hell of a day. Right on, man. Right, what'd you have? What'd you make you? Uh, man, what's, we had the tofu chicken, man. Yeah, tofu, tofu chicken, chicken and, and fries, man. What? Before I went vegan, man, my vice was chicken. Mm. Fried, fricasseed, baked. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, you know, as long as it was bird, man, I was I was going to eat it. My dad used to say, only time you come over here is when you smell chicken. You know? <laughs> you know, I just happened to come over to my parents' house and it's chicken night. Ah, yeah, man, oh, man, I'm in. Yeah, that, so that's 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 still my favorite, man, going through the ups and downs you know, of veganism, finding out the right textures of this and that. Yeah, man, had me a... Couple tofu uh, hoagies and some hey, all right, some fries, man, off the grill, man, and I'm good. Damn, that's a good dinner, dude. We had we had straight up burgers, which were it's all pretty, good. which were pretty good. But I know that's not your thing. It's <laughs> all good. You replenished yourself, man. That's, yeah, yes. Yeah. We made a. It's actually we're like, oh, happy Father's Day, Dad. Now go grill us some shit. You, know? you made like, your dad grill. <laughs> yeah, like he, he made everything. Good. So he was, yeah, he was yeah. outside all day making, making the burgers. And hot we dogs would and make shit. my dad grill too. He, my mom, you know, like I said, she would bake cakes and cookies and all that stuff. But my dad was, he was the dude. Yeah, he would. He'd be out there grilling on Father's Days too. So I don't feel so bad. <laughs> yeah. Happy Father's Day, man. Happy Father's Day, Pops. <laughs> Make me some food. It was really good, though. He made some real good stuff. They went and got some fancy meat. Fancy meat? Yeah, from Mercado. What? Some what? Fancy what buns what's, and stuff. What, what's so fancy about it? Uh, I don't know. I didn't even ask, you know? Mm. I just, I seen it, and I was like, damn, that looks, that looks good. That's that interesting. Good. Yeah, I looked at it. I said, I'm going to eat that. Fancy meat. I'm going to eat that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe it was some Angus stuff. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Kosher? I don't know. <laughs> 
Not sure. Probably, probably not. I don't, I don't even know. Do we have a kosher deli or? I don't know. I'm honestly, I'm not even sure what kosher means. You don't see butchers no more. They're usually in the grocery store. We store. go to, um, we go to a little butcher shop down here for our meat sometimes, and it's been a lot better actually. We started going because we kept getting gross meat from Hy-Vee. Yeah. Yeah. See. Yeah. Okay. Like, see, there man. you go. There you go. Like we open up our chicken and we're like, this is this was not supposed to smell like this. You got a baby sparrow. I do. I do remember eating. Uh, before we went vegan, uh, and we were trying to wean ourselves off, uh, Cornish hen. You ever had one of those things? Yeah, yeah, Cornish hen. Man, you hens. stick your fork yeah. right through them, clink, hit the plate. I was like, what is this, man? It didn't look like a bird to me at all. You're trying to wean off meat with like smaller and smaller birds? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, because it was less meat, the guy said, or something. Uh, okay, something, something, yeah, something. I guess. Yeah, we tried it. Yeah, yeah. I, was it good? You like it? No, it wasn't. It I wasn't didn't. good. No, it freaked me out. I, man, <laughs> so it wasn't good, or you just thought it was weird? It was. It was a little bit of both. Okay. Uh, one other reason I went vegan, man. I think we forgot to talk about this. Is it's a gross out factor, man. The shit just gross to me. You know what I <laughs> yeah, mean? It's yeah. just, just gross to me. But like I said, my dad was a chef, right? Mm-hmm. So was my grandfather. So I remember my dad coming in with whole hind quarter cows and pigs on his shoulder and in the restaurant you know what i mean and mm-hmm. and a couple days later the next day that shit's on my plate i'm like dude i saw you i saw i saw that shit you know what i mean and, and uh you know what i mean yeah. oh, i'm not eating that yeah, bro you can't ask too many questions when you're, nah. when you're eating burgers you know? nah, you can't you really i don't want to see too many steps back you know i don't want to see too many steps into where it came from you, you definitely don't but I still like it. Tastes it's all good. good. Yeah, it's all good. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably not good for me, but but who knows I'm what's right. good for him anymore? You know what I mean? I mean, I mean, I think they what a couple years ago they said fries, French fries might give you a heart attack. You know what I mean? Well, so I mean that makes sense. I yeah, guess. I mean, it depends on where you're getting them from. Ex- I guess. Exactly. If, you, you know, if I'm making them myself, probably. But if I'm if I'm getting them from we got it. We McDonald's, get a, then yeah, probably. We get a new scare every day about something. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. So one of the things my wife wanted us to talk about actually uh, was our first jobs. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Got to get, got to go way back and talk about my first job. And my first job, I might even still work there. Honestly, they never fired me or anything. (laughs) (laughs) So I might, I might still work. Where was your first job at? Uh, Amigos. 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 I was like 15 or whatever. Yeah, they hired. Yeah, they would hire 14, 15 year olds. Yeah, so I could work the I could work the cash register, but like nothing else. I worked there. I didn't work there that long. Um, Why not? (laughs) Let's talk about that. (laughs) Yeah, so I didn't work there. I didn't work there that long. I remember my boss. His name was Roger, and his boss's name was Roger too. So Roger, so Roger, Roger and Rogers. Yeah, so it'd be like, oh hey, Roger wants to talk to you because Roger wants to see you. I'm like, okay, what? (laughs) All right, cool. so yeah, so there was like I made it to my first like performance review. So I must have made it like a few months or something. I'm sure those are like quarterly or something. So you gotta go, you gotta go to like the corporate office of Amigos, which is like off Highway Two. Somewhere yeah, because they're local, only yeah. in Nebraska, folks. Only yeah, in Nebraska. Yeah, this is some more Nebraska shit. Um, yeah, so it was like my performance review. So Roger's like, hey, you gotta go to the corporate office and see Roger. You know, I'm like, okay, cool, let's go. Um, so I go and corporate office. Roger is like. He's like, Roger tells me that he doesn't think you like your job that much. <laughs> and like, dude, I guess like... At 15? Well, yeah. See, and I guess what I said was the wrong thing to say. I guess I was kind of a smart ass about it. But I was like, that's what I said. I said, I'm 15 and I work at Amigos, you know? Like, it's this isn't my dream job. 
You know, I, I, I mean, I didn't, I didn't say it like that. I probably would have said right on. Like, I didn't say it like that, but I said it more, more uh, tactfully than that. But, you know, <laughs> basically I was like, I work at Amigos. Like, this isn't exactly my, what I want to do with my day, you know? Uh, and then <laughs> they just stopped putting me on the schedule. Like I came in one week and I just wasn't on the schedule and nobody ever said shit to me. So uh, I checked it a couple weeks in a row and I wasn't getting any hours. So I just stopped checking. Uh yeah, you still work at Amigo. Yeah, so right? maybe I still work there, dude. Maybe I got like a Amigo. maybe I got like a pension or something. I'm bought mm-hmm. in. I'm bought into something. But yeah, they never. No, they never talked to me. They never fired me. They never <laughs> called me. They never sent me something in the mail. Man, it always would seem like they would have 80 employees in there at one time anyway. They probably don't even know you left, bro. They probably still <laughs> yeah, think you probably. in the back. You're like, damn, <laughs> yeah, how many people work here? That's what I always remember about Amigos. Mm-hmm. My first job. Yeah, so that was mine. My first job, man, uh, was actually dope. <clears throat> uh I detailed cars. All right. That ain't bad. Yeah, man. As soon as I turned 16, my mom put me in a station wagon and rolled me around, bro. Looking for a job. Looking for a job. <laughs> and uh, it's on, uh, it was on 48th and Vine Street. I think it's uh, Advanced Auto Parts or something now there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a uh, car lot. Uh, Branker Buick. Branker Buick. Mike Branker Buick. He had a used lot on 48th and Vine, and there was a new lot on uh, 48th and R, where Keynes is. Okay, yeah. And Schaefer's was uh, across the street, you know. Mm-hmm. But anyway, that was my first job. I was detailing cars, you know, just basically vacuuming them, you know, washing them. If somebody came and bought a car, I basically had to shine it up for them right. and bring it to the door. Otherwise, we'd maintain the lot, a couple lots down the street. But my boss... And there's more to the story, but I, I eventually found out my boss and a couple of my other uh, guys that I worked with, and they were older than me, they were smoking crack. Oh, shit. <laughs> Damn, it's always crack. They were Every smoking time. crack, bro, so I could do any fucking thing I wanted, you know, because I busted them. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? They they were all taking the boat out, you know what I mean? And I'm not invited. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I, I had to detail the fucking boat. You know what I mean? Yeah, so I'm yeah. detailing the boat, and I know crack paraphernalia when I see crack paraphernalia. You know, I'm like, oh, these dudes are going out here to smoke crack. Damn. <laughs> yeah. Damn. So, you know, I had uh, a lock key, which is a universal key mm-hmm. to any car on this lot. You know, the little lock. You probably don't remember these. They had lock boxes, like, on the windows of the cars. No, I don't remember that at all. Yeah, no they, clue. Not they had clue. these lock boxes. On every car in the car lot, and the keys were in these lock boxes. So me as a lot maintenance during the day, if you want to come see this car, I go unlock that box, mm-hmm. take the keys out, and get in the car. Mm-hmm. Today that just would not work. Right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> would not be able to do that today. So while they were gone smoking crack, I was driving through the lake in a Corvette. <laughs> yeah, that was my first job, man. My first job had perks, man. Shit, I dude. loved it, man. That detailing cars, especially in the summer. Every time we talk about anything, we have to talk about crack for the. Yeah, man, crack was was heavily involved in the eighties and nineties, man. Y'all ain't gonna. This ain't the last time y'all gonna hear about that. We're talking about first jobs. It's like, oh, so this is how. This is the first time I saw some crack. Yeah, found out my boss was smoking crack, man. Damn. Yeah, yeah, that was my first job. Crack at work. My first job, my boss was a crackhead. (laughs) (laughs) True story, man. (laughs) True story. I saw, man, I, I ain't even going to tell you. I was like, man, these dudes are going to do drugs. Did you ever work fast food? I did. Where, where'd you work fast food at? I worked at Mickey D's, man. Oh, nice. Uh, Yeah, Mickey D's. That's the only fast food place I ever worked at was Mickey D's. 
and I always worked in the back. I never worked in the front. Yeah, yeah. The, front, the front kind of sucked. Yeah. I, worked, I worked at Arby's for a while. After Amigos, I took my talents to Arby's. Man. To, to, to Arby's. Would, yeah, and I worked there. We have the meat. Yeah, yeah that, was, that was a pretty cool That's job. That's a dope slogan. Yeah, that's a pretty cool job. I would, I would never eat there. But that's a dope slogan. Yeah, that was like... I don't know. There's something like Zen about working back there making sandwiches. You know, it's like, <laughs> Which ones you work at? There are not many of them around anymore. Uh, the one on 27th and I-80. Okay. Over by like King Kong Burger okay. and shit. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I was say, not the one downtown. No, not the one downtown. Wow. You, you get a show down there. Yeah, so I worked there. There was like, there's people who would like come through Arby's every day. And we like, we had these uh, like barbecue roast beef sandwiches for a while limited time you know right and people take this shit serious because this old lady came through and she's like she's like oh i need two of the of the junior roast beef barbecue things and i'm like okay for sure and she hands me like exchange me like two dollars and 87 cents and i'm like oh ma'am it's two dollars and 89 cents and she goes nuts dude she goes fucking nuts over that two cents for real she started screaming about you know last year it was 267 <laughs> so i brought exactly 267 i don't have to did you let her go <laughs> yeah i just took it i took yeah, the here, lady like it. come on man. take your sandwich and go <laughs> yeah but she was pissed dude she like she put 11s on the parking lot dude <laughs> peeled out <laughs> gone and i think that's why they always kept me in the back over two cents man that's probably why they actually my when i worked at mcdonald's uh my dad was my boss oh no shit yeah yeah my dad was uh he was like a corporate up to he was he was you know when they had whenever they ha- would have to close a mcdonald's or open one up yeah my dad would go and do it oh shit uh, all throughout the midwest in nebraska Damn. iowa missouri kansas so usually those were our summer trips where he would have to go inspect you know the yeah. the buildings and make sure everything's working in there yeah, man he did all kinds of shit. yeah man yeah my, my dad had many many hats man the dude the dude was very well known around here man i mean like i said his funeral man i mean there were people outside around the corner man it, it was it was it was very overwhelming for me especially being the only mm-hmm. son i knew my dad was dope yeah but i, I just i had no idea yeah you know what i mean and, yeah. and one of the things that 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 a lot of guys you know they pass the mic around you know what i mean mm-hmm. like i said if you ever get a chance to go to black funeral go bro because <laughs> they passed the mic around and yeah, everybody yeah. got to share stories know, you made it sound kind of scary no, no, no. I mean, uh, uh, we'll talk about ta- it. We <laughs> talked about it last time. You made it sound a little scary. But. Well, you'll have to talk about talk to Jana about it <laughs> in her first black funeral. But anyway, uh, <clears throat> the funeral, man, it was passing the mic around. And a lot of guys, one of their main stories were my dad giving them their first job. Really? He gave me my first job. That's cool. Gave me my first opportunity. Got me off the streets. You know what I mean? I, I, I. If, if I had a dollar for how many times I heard that my dad's funeral, I, man, I'd be rich. Mm-hmm. And I had no idea. That's super cool, man. Yeah, like yeah. Being yeah. able to give somebody their first job—that's a big deal. It's a, it's a really big deal. Like people are gonna remember, like I remember Roger and Roger. You know, people you know? like people remember. I'll like, never forget Mike Branker. I mean, Mike Branker. You know, I I I did. I never had any idea. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? That we would ever meet this guy. He's probably a millionaire two, three times over, mm-hmm. we're never going to lay eyes on this guy. You know what I mean? We're just his employees. You know what I mean? Walks in, in the, in the car lot one day. Nice. Yeah, and you know, I'm, show. I'm in there. I'm, I'm looking at this. He's about six, seven, man. You know, I'm real nice looking guy. I'm like, who is this dude pulling up? You know what I mean? And he comes in and he has a really high pitched voice and he's carrying <laughs> a, he's carrying a man purse. 
It's a sa- satchel. Okay. <laughs> satchel, man purse, whatever. Merce. We'll call it a merce. We'll, okay. we'll uh, find a happy medium. Indiana we'll call it a Jones merce. Satchel. <laughs> but it, 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 it was a black guy. And it was Mike Branker. I was like, wow, it's a black guy. Man, he took us all out to dinner, man. I mean, we really, we had to dress up, man. And he took us all out to dinner, man. And nice. Yeah, so, you know, it was it's real dope to know that, you know. Because mm-hmm. he would do a, a lot around here, for, you know, as far as uh, tournaments, football, basketball, yeah. sports, athletics, programs for us around town. But I, I don't know whatever happened to that guy. He got rid of the car lots and then just mm. nothing ever happened of it. Anyway, well, we went. We went way off off on some changes. What was it like working for your dad at McDonald's? Bro? Working for my dad at McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We got man. We got to go. Way I couldn't back. call him dad. You weren't allowed to call him dad. Nah, man. Shit. Nah, man. It was kind of a joke. It was it was a joke, but kind of not. He was like, yeah. "Don't, don't be calling me don't dad while we at work." <laughs> so I got to call him his name. Oh, that was, that was the only time ever. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, you know what? I'm I'm go- I'm running with this. <laughs> <laughs> hey Ralph, <laughs> they all doing it, so I so I started making a joke out of him. He just he just beaming me, <laughs> but he can't do nothing at work, man. Right. It was we had fucking fun at work, me and my dad. My dad was a jokester anyway, That's man. Funny, so too. it was it was always fun, and he always made me work late night. I always had to close, mm. so we in here three four in the morning, man, just. Doing all kinds of shit in here. Water fights, man. We had three inches of water on the floor. Oh, he closed with you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. He would come in and make sure everything was tight. Yeah, man. It was, it was, it was fun. I had a blast working with my dad. That's cool, man. You know, because everybody he would, he would hire, you know, was I knew. You know what I mean? So yeah. it was, it was, it was, it was like a party at work. I always usually found myself in those kinds of situations at my jobs. You get into some weird shit at McDonald's. Uh, you gotta be weird customers yelling at you shit like that yeah well not weird customers i remember uh one lady came through there with with no bra on like and this was in the 90s man and like it wasn't nothing you know what i mean and my dad being the fool that he was he served her <laughs> i was like man what in the hell's going on here man <laughs> uh gang fight in the middle of the parking lot one night shit. which mcdonald's you were at? uh 27th man mm. yeah 27th man and and the one that's there now isn't the original McDonald's. The original one sat further back on uh, closer to 26th Street, and it was really dark back there. That's why oh, they moved shit. it closer to oh, 27th damn. in the light. Yeah, yeah man. It was, good, yeah, it was it was, it was, was real hazardous to go through, <laughs> drive through back then, man. It, it, it was really dark on that block, man. And that, that 25th and W Street is, is where it used to sit. So that whole that whole area over there man was was hellacious man just walking to work was a trip coming home was was really a trip man 27th street back in the 90s it was it was a trip damn yeah so it's like a there's a full-on gang fight in the parking lot oh yeah oh yeah used to see husker players come in there man fighting in the parking lot well there used to be a liquor store across the street you know, oh yeah, right there yeah so we we would have to lock the doors that's a, and that's a perfect storm. Bro. Yeah, yeah, man. It was a trip, man. It was a trip. That was my first job. I I loved going to work because it was it was action every day over there, <laughs> every day. Northside. I'm making money to watch shit more than I am making food. <laughs> Damn. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah, I'm uh I haven't had that many jobs. Did you did you do a lot of bouncing around or did you stick at stuff for a long time? I had I worked at Amigos until they stopped talking to me. They ghosted me, bro. 
Uh, I worked at Arby's for, I think it was a couple years at least. Uh, and then I went straight into the Marine Corps and then I've kind of been had steady jobs ever since. I never went like bouncing around a ton, you know? I did a lot of bouncing around. You did? I've probably been fired for more jobs than... What's the fastest you got fired? Man, uh, I, mm. <laughs> mm. I worked at Super Saver, third shift, stocking okay. shelves, so I could sell weed. Yeah, that doesn't sound like a bad gig, though. Man, I, man, I was, man, I was walking around with my cart, man. I had about five pounds in my cart. You know, I had a bunch of garbage over it, you know, cardboard. Oh, where yeah, man. And, and I'd go to work at 11, you know, until, what, 7 that next morning. I would just have my, my people come, you know, through. You know, I'd serve them, you know what I mean? I had an Eddie Bauer backpack, man. I was getting it in. And they fired me in like a week. Oh, shit. Because I couldn't, I couldn't read the third shift schedule. It was confusing to me. So I would always have to ask a dude, yo, are, do, do we, are we here tomorrow or no? You know? <laughs> <laughs> and the dude gave me some fucked up information, man, and I didn't show up one night. And then I showed up the next night, which was my night off, and the mm -hmm. dude let me go. So eh, probably a little less than a week. So they didn't even fire you for selling weed out of the shop? No, they had no idea. Damn. They fired me because I read the schedule wrong. How long do you think you could have got away with that? Realistically? Forever. Forever? Forever. I don't know, man. Forever. It seems risky. Forever. Risky forever. Be doing that. Nah, man. I could have did it forever. The whole thing, they got like the whole floor on camera, don't they? Mm, yes and no. Okay. You know what I mean? Uh, there's, and I learned this in the joint. There's live feed cameras. Where they actually see you, you know, you're in the room and they see you hand, you know, hand me something. Then there's just the cameras that are just recording. Mm. And a lot of the time, if there's no reason to go back to that angle, yeah, they just don't. You know, they just don't. You know what I mean? And I, you know, I, I, and I understood the nooks and the crannies. You know, what I mean, I did my right, homework. Right. You know what I mean? And I, man, I was so pissed. Man. I was more. I was like, God damn! Now I gotta change my whole operation, man. I <laughs> lost that job, man. Yeah, probably less than a week. How do you? How do you find clientele back in there? How do you how do you let people know that they can get their weed at Super Saver? Oh, back, well, back, hey, back well, then you just go tell them. You well, just, me just back then that was my job. Mm. So you know what I mean? So people, anyway. you know, I had a reputation. You right. know what I mean? Just through, just through years and years of dipping in and dipping out of it. You know, I never, I never tried to make a career out of it because mm -hmm. I, I never had no problem going to getting a job. I, I, it was always easy for me to sell myself. I once got a job, bro. That uh, I had no managerial skills, nice. no experience whatsoever. But she was an older lady, you know, and older ladies, something about me, man, they love me. And, you know, I seduced her into oh, getting okay. that job. You know what I mean? And I got the job and I ended up, no, well, I quit that job probably in three days because I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. I'm like, damn! I lied. They're gonna, they're gonna figure me out. So she just let it ride, dude. Get paid I, 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 I got a paycheck. I mean, get paid until they figure it out. They man. still gave me. I, I think I, I think I made like three hundred bucks in like three three days or something like that, man. But I was like, man, they're gonna find me out, man. And I walked out of that job. Didn't get fired, but I ended up walking out. Of you that. just like fess up. Were you like, hey, I don't know what I'm doing. No, I ain't telling my nothing. I just walked just out. Left. Yeah, I just left, man. They, they called. They called my mom. It wasn't cell phone days back then. They were calling my mind for like a month man i was like Damn. i can't go back i didn't know what i was doing i didn't know a fucking <laughs> thing about what i was doing what i was supposed to do nothing i'm just trying to be the man you know what right, i mean yeah. and and messed around and got the job damn yeah man <laughs> I, I yeah i didn't did some shit man uh, laid water main for the longest i probably ever kept a job was probably uh 11 years i laid water main 
And as hard as that work was, it was different every day. Yeah. No day with no day with tomorrow is not going to be the same as today. You were traveling probably. Too. Traveling. I've been everywhere from northern Nebraska all the way to the deepest corner of Nebraska. Damn, you did that for eleven years. Yeah, man. Shit. Yeah, man. And in. in I was probably on the run, probably had warrants, you know what I mean? So it was cool, you know what I mean? We never, we very rarely worked in Lincoln. Right. I was always out of town, you know what I mean? I would, how would they, how would they say, we're coming home to visit and we're going work, going home to work. You know, I'm, I'm working seven to seven, yeah. you know what I mean? So I ain't on the streets, ain't nobody seeing me or nothing, you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, I kept that job forever because it kept me incognito. Yeah, that's that's a perk. That's a plus. And didn't have time to spend my money. I would have checks in my wallet, two, three, you know, ready to void out. Because, mm -hmm. You know, I just ain't no time to cash the checks. Yeah, probably pretty good money, too. Oh, like, it was lovely money, union man. Union job and stuff, I bet. No, I mean, it was incorporated. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? It was a privately owned business. You know what I mean? And it was just him and his boys and me. You know what I mean? I had three kids with his daughter. You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, so, okay. you know, I got in there. You know what I mean? I had three kids with his daughter, so I worked with him for that long, man. And yeah. Getting paid every week. Nice. I mean, I never made less than twelve hundred a week. We would have fifty hours in by Wednesday, every Wednesday. So I mean, it was it was it was it was pile. overtime. Yeah, it was pile yeah. driving work, man. But the man kept money in your pocket. He was an old Canadian dude from from uh, Saskatchewan. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, man. The dude was a trip. Came here in the sixties to sell heroin. Oh. Yeah, and then that, that didn't work out. So he's didn't work out he's for laying him. water man. Yeah, and I never knew. You know what I mean? I, old white dude looked like Kenny Rogers. You know what I mean? You old rough motherfucker, boxer. You know what I okay, mean? Had yeah. forearms like Popeye. And I remember I had fucked up, and I was going on my uh, my first prison number. So he calls me in the office one day and was like, "Hmm, you have to buck up now, huh?" I'm like, yeah, my, you know, I had already heard this talk from my dad, you know, yeah. so I'm like, yeah, I, I'm, I'm a fall in, you know what I mean? He's like, I've been to the joint. No. I'm like, word, <laughs> you, you know, I'm thinking he's just good, clean, wholesome white man with a business. He's like, yeah. The Canadian joint? The can, no, uh, yeah, here yeah. in Nebraska. Oh, uh, yeah. Biggest drug bust in Grand Island back in the 60s. Oh, because he came back to sell heroin. Yeah, yeah, came <laughs> here to sell heroin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, uh, he said uh, I did, you know, six or seven years out there, and it wasn't for no punk-ass weed. Oh, shit. I'm like, damn. Word? He's like, yeah, I came here to sell the, the big H. And I'm like, heroin? <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm I'm blown away by this shit. You know, I'm like, damn. So he, you know, he kind of helped me get my mind right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Working with him for so long, man. He was a real G to me, man. But I kept that job for so long, mainly because of the money. But then it started wearing and tearing on my body, man. I was mm -hmm. 30 years old, feeling like I was 50 at the time. Yeah, yeah. I was driving it, you know, flatbed around, you know, dropping this excavator off, digging, you know getting jerked around and that thing, then got to load it back up by myself, go to the next. And then it just, just tore down on my body, man. And, and I was, I had started cutting hair. So I was like, man, I, I that's when I made my transition. Yeah. And the funny thing about that is I went and signed up for barber school in, uh, 2004. Yeah. I think it was 2003, two, two, 2003, 2004. And I, and I ended up going to prison on my second number and I did all those years. I finally made up my mind. I'm going to get out. I'm going to go to barber school, man. I'm going to make it happen this time, right? Yeah. Well, I go in there and talk to the uh, school administrator. And he, and he, and he, and we 
started off where I left. He's like, hey, where, where, where you been for six years? <laughs> so all, busy, man. I was, he's like, well, this should only take five minutes. We're already halfway done. I'm like, wow. That was that really that was kind of like a smack in the face to me. Like, yeah, I was I was supposed to come back here. Yeah. He still had my shit in the computer mm-hmm. right there, ready to finish. Yeah. What was the worst job you ever had? Ooh, wait. Yeah. Would you would you hate to? <clears throat> yeah, well, I guess we can call it a uh, janitorial services. <laughs> Yeah, I was a yeah, I was a janitor. I was the assistant janitor oh. <laughs> to the assistant janitor. Yeah. Man, it was uh, I walked out on that too. I probably walked out on more jobs than I've been fired, bro. Let me correct that. Cuz I'll just roll out. You just leave. Yeah, I'll just yeah, fuck. Okay. if this shit ain't the shit, I'm I'm out of here, man. Okay. Yeah. But like I said, I was always moving forward. Sometimes yeah. crooked. But I had no problem going getting another one in the next couple of days. You know, mm-hmm. I probably did that more than than I've been fired. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I haven't yeah. had any that were that were that bad. I mean, there were times in the Marine Corps, obviously. Where that, right. That, right. That, that yeah. Yeah. Kinda, yeah. You're cleaning shit, the stairs with a toothbrush. That shit sucked. Um, no, no, nothing. Nothing too bad. Cleaning was actually kind of nice in boot camp. I was like, I had like the same like t- shower tile. That I would clean every day, just like I would just sit there, just rubbing the same shower. Like shit would be like a mirror, dude. And I would just think about shit. Like man, wonder what's going on at home. You know, wonder what mom and dad are up. Just like, I'm just like rubbing this shower tile. It was like as long as you look busy, they don't give a fuck. They're not gonna come. Just look busy, yeah. right, right, right. I'm sitting there like with a like with a spray bottle on there, like on the, on the exact same shower tile for like hours, man, for hours. So yeah. the cleaning part was actually. Kind I'm of real nice. dope. It look good. It looking busy, man. I can look busy real good. Yeah, yeah. Ain't doing nothing, but I'm looking busy. <laughs> yeah, that's where I learned how to do that. Cause like there ain't nothing to do. It's clean, man. We do this like <laughs> we do that every day. Like, it's clean every day. That's yeah. what I used to tell people, man. You know, versus what they believe. A lot of people, oh, prisons are nasty, gross. No, it's, no, it's not. Clean as hell. Like they have, <laughs> no. people, they have people cleaning it all there the are, time. There are some floors in there where you can literally have your full course meal off of the floor. Because yeah. that's what they do all day. Every day is clean. Clean, 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 clean. It's punishment. It's a job. It's a chore. Yeah, it kills time. Kills though, time. I mean, it's very, very, very clean in there. Mm-hmm. Contrary to what people believe. That's all the hell you got to do. Yeah, yeah. I got real good at cleaning, which my wife doesn't believe me. She's like, you suck at cleaning. <laughs> like, you know, like, like I know how to do it. It just takes forever, man. My wife I'm, says that, too. Like right now, I'm just, I just clean good enough right now, you know? I used to clean a lot. I used to get everything spick and span, super clean, you know, nice and polished. But it's like, if it's clean enough, it's clean enough for me right now, you know? My thing is... But she don't believe that I ever knew how to clean. <laughs> I throw shit away. If it's been sitting for yeah long yeah I mean sometimes you got to do that sometimes for a long period of time and I got a photogenic memory and I know that shoe hasn't moved out of the corner of that box right there in a year I'm gonna make clean and like, I'll throw that shit away my wife hates it. I, I man like I even Janice stuff like you throw her shit out I did one time if it's no that's a mistake you can't do it that. was it you, was a box of sandals like you can throw your shit out yeah you can't do that I, you can't throw her sandals. I didn't know man it had been sitting there for ah, dude. I, I didn't know man yeah I paid for it yeah you can't get rid of her stuff Trust I threw me. away we bought this new my wife hates this we bought this new vacuum cleaner 
Ooh. And it came with like all these accessories and stuff that were inside the box. Now you talking to me. Yeah, see, and I didn't know that they were inside the box. And I was like, oh, I'm going to be cool and I'm going to throw this out. Oh. Yeah, I'm going to, this box is here. It's trash, I thought, you know. And I'm like, I'm going to throw this out. And I threw away like $300 worth of the accessories. So oh. we had this vacuum. We had this vacuum that's supposed to be super cool, I guess, but I never got to see it be cool. Because all, all, we, all we had was like the regular attachment, you know. Oh, so, you did so, that. Yeah, we got like a, got like a $400 regular ass vacuum. Regular ass vacuum. Yeah, I got I to gotta, I gotta vacuum fetish myself, man. You like vacuum? I love vacuums. I get a sense of fulfillment out of vacuuming. Were you always like that, or did it happen? Was that an adult thing? Did it happen when you got older? No, no. I, I think I've always been like that. Oh, shit. I think I would vacuum my room like two, three times a day. Brooms. I got a broom fetish. I love brooms. I think I, I don't know if you ever saw my, my video about uh, brooms. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. yeah, man. I got a different broom for every different job, man. I mean, you got your concrete broom yeah. after you, you do your yard work. You got your broom to polish the floor. You don't want to, you know, get the scrap. Man, I can go on on about brooms. Don't <laughs> you like yeah, I got a broom fetish. Why man. is that? Where would that come from? You think you're vacuuming um, and brooming, cleaning? Yeah. You know, as being when I was little, you know what I mean. We always had hardwood floors, and yeah. mom always had us on them. You know what I mean? And I, I guess I learned to love brooms. Yeah. Now you just <laughs> your floors are super clean all the time. I mean, there's worse habits to get into for sure, man. There's worse like. Um, muscle memory to give you yeah yeah yeah. just like today man i went and bought a i went and bought me a new pair of kds yeah i think these are what the kd 13s probably the best looking kds out of them all man i had to go snatch them up today man but that's my other fetish man when we move i'm gonna need a room for my sneakers i know shit yeah yeah i mean i got a room right now but it's get it's getting real tight in there. <laughs> you don't really like Jordans and stuff, though, do you? Uh, you know, I went through the Jordan phase. You did? Yeah, I went through the Jordan in the Jordan era. Yeah. You know, any any any. I mean, the shoes now that they they bring out the Jordans. I mean, you, they change a, one color on the toe and it, and they call it new. You know, I'm yeah. not I'm not in it, I'm not into it like that. And I call myself a sneaker collector, but I'm 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 really a uh, I'm straight to foot. You know, I like to wear my shit. Mm-hmm. You know I mean, if I really, really like the shoe, I'll buy one to rock and one to stock. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I can always have that 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 shoe. But yeah, I went through the Jordan phase in the Jordan era. I probably had every pair of Jordans, but the ones, twos, and threes. I didn't like those. Mm-hmm. And then after he retired, they just they they got yeah they just anymore. got really shitty looking to me man they just and then they just started repeating it yeah they are all kind of I mean for Nike to be Nike man I mean other than the Air Force One and it's crazy because the Air Force One back in the day it wasn't it was a shit shoe really? it was a nerd shoe really yeah man oh, yeah yeah it was a nerd shoe man you wouldn't catch me dead in no Air Force Ones back in the day man nobody rocked them like that that was like bottom of the shelf sneaker you know what I mean uh-huh. nah uh, Chucks. I went through a Chuck phase, fat laces and Chucks, but then Run DMC came in. I mean, really, it was Adidas before Jordan. So I I grew up with Adidas, Chucks, Mm -hmm. Pro Kids, you know, before Jordan came anyway. So it really, you know, they're really, Jordan's really wasn't that important to me. But I do remember watching the first game on, uh, it was an old station. I I don't know if it's still around WGN. You ever hear about it? Yeah. Yeah, Okay. It's a Chicago station. Yeah. And they would show the Bulls every game. 
and we got that that station here in Lincoln. So I remember him coming out in the first pair of Jordans and didn't and getting disqualified. Really? Yeah, because of the shoes. Oh, I didn't know that. What yeah, was, what back was wrong in, with them? They were uh, red, black, and white. And the NBA back then, your shoes had to be ninety percent white. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Socks man. had to be below the calves. Yeah, 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 man. It was, it was. And uh, he wore them again the next game, and they started fining him five thousand dollars every time he wore the shoes. He, so he don't give a fuck. Right? He didn't give a damn. Yeah. You know what I mean? So Nike kept paying that that fine for him, and you know, and then the NBA all of a sudden, you know, guys started wearing uh black shoes, mm. which was a big deal. You know what I mean? Yeah. You didn't see though that kind of UNLV in '91. They they wore the black shoes. For the Gulf War uh, soldiers, mm. actually, they they, they uh, looked like combat boots on TV. Oh, no High top black shoes. It was it was real odd. Back. It yeah. sounds crazy to you. I see you looking crazy, <laughs> but it was a real. It was it was it was real odd to see black shoes on the basketball court in the early '90s, man. And Jordan really blew those doors open for that. Damn. Yeah, yeah man. I didn't know that. I didn't know he was getting fined for wearing the shoes. Yeah, stuff. man. Yeah. And even before Jordans, I'll take you back before Jordan, and, and you'll, I'll have you look up this shoe, and you'll be like, oh, those are Jordans. Uh, Georgetown, 1983-84. Look up the Georgetown Nike, 1984. And, and you'll see how very similar, if, if it's not the shoe, to the Jordan 1. And they were blue and gray. Let's see. Oh, it's just trying to sell me. Yeah, it probably is trying, trying to sell them to you. Trying to sell me yeah, some shoes. Anytime you look up anything on there, they, they try to sell it to you. Nike Terminator, is that what it was? Uh, It might have been. It has Nike real big on the heel in the back. Yeah, yeah, like these. Those are it. Yeah, okay. yeah, those are it. And the next year, Jordans came out. Yeah, those are that's exactly what those Jordans, Jordans look like now, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think they even made a, like a, a modern one, a Jordan that looks like that. Yeah, according to this, yeah, the Air Air Jordan One Mid, they called the Georgetown. The Georgetown. Not too long ago, Bring those back. All the heat blue. Nike has, man, and they just keep repeating, repeating Jordans. Yeah, those look pretty cool. I remember when dudes used to get killed over those shoes, man. Literally. Yeah, that shit's crazy. To me, yeah, it was. Man. It was crazy in the nineties, man. I mean, dudes was getting killed for a pair of Jordans. So really, my mom, you know, was kind of. Now that I go back, my mom was real skeptical about getting me those shoes, yeah, man. I right. had to go behind her back and get the ones that I did get, and keep them in my locker at school. And then every morning when I got to school, I would put them on, and change, and change, and then when you know, yeah. and then change them out before I went home, man. I'm, you know, and it's it's crazy. Uh, Nike, Reebok, there was a, a a company called British Knight. And in the 90s, you know, gangbanging was was the shit, you know what I mean? And mm -hmm. a lot of these shoe companies, man, they took advantage of that. Well, yeah, they made all red shoes. All red all shoes, put shoes. red laces in those, put blue laces in those. Yeah, they so they kind of perpetuated the behavior, man. It was mm -hmm. it was real it was real fucked up in the 90s, man. But now the sneaker world, man. I mean, it's a billion dollar business, man. I think it's it's up there, man, with a with a lot of other industries, man. Yeah, that shit's crazy, dude. They got, I mean, if you can get them from Nike, a pair of Jordans is like three hundred bucks anyway, right? Yeah, yeah. And then a robot buys all of them, and then they start charging a fucking thousand dollars for them on eBay. Just exactly. Like, just like with places. Which is why I will never pay that much for a pair of shoes, as mm -hmm. much as I like them. Mm -hmm. 
You know, because like I said, I'm straight to foot. I like to well, yeah, wear, I'm going to wear them. Yeah, anyway. I'm going to wear them. You know what I mean? Shoes aren't meant to sit on the shelf for 5, 10, 15 years. Man. Yeah. I wear them shits. Mm-hmm. So you're not worried about like creasing your shit? You're not, mm, you're not that worried about nah, that? Nah, I, I walk yeah. on my toes anyway, yeah. so I can't yeah, really help that. You don't, <laughs> you don't sit around sweating like whether you're going to crease your shit nah, or anything. Nah, nah, nah. You, know, you don't go around puddles and stuff? Nah. No? <laughs> I mean, I watch my walk. Don't get me wrong now. I watch my walk, but nah. Well, yeah, you got to make sure you're not stepping in dog shit. Bro. Right, right, right. I got to keep them fresh. I keep them fresh. But I got so many, man. Just the other day, I walked in my room, man, and tripped over a few boxes and forgot I even had shoes in them. Damn. <laughs> yeah, it's that Damn. tight How, how many pairs of shoes you got, you think? Woo! I'm in a 300 club. No shit. Yeah, I'm definitely in a 300 club. How many do you wear, on, like, realistically? Like, in a month? Like, do you cycle through the same, like... I try to. 10 or... Yeah, I probably got my f- top 10 that I wear. Mm. And, and usually I got one to rock and one to stock of those pair. Nice. Like the pair I just chased down are the uh, Patrick Ewings, man. 1985 Patrick Ewing Adidas. I got four pair of those. I made sure I got four. Yeah, yeah. I've been chasing on, that shoe, man, yeah. for 20 plus years, no bro. shit. 20 plus years Damn. I've been chasing that shoe, man. Damn, yeah, four pairs sounds good. Yeah, I had, to, I had to cop all. I had to cop four pair of them. I almost cried when I got them. I mean, you don't understand this. What Damn. this shoe meant to me, man. It, it was crazy, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, anything a shoe, whatever. You want it for twenty years, probably yeah, longer. But what I'm forty five. No, probably thirty plus years. That's cool, man. That's dope. Yeah, probably since nineteen eighty six, eighty seven. I've been chasing this shoe, man. I've been going state to state, no hoping it was going to be there. And oh, last pair sold yesterday. Not your size. Not that color. I'm like, oh Damn. man. And I finally found them, man. And I walked out of there like this. Damn, that's cool, man. Nice, yeah, nice, yeah, yeah. Nice job. So they're just are they just all sitting in boxes right now? When you move, are you gonna get like a display? Yeah, I keep the them? boxes. I yeah. keep the boxes. I uh, my wife built me a display, man. She I, did? I yeah, yeah. I actually got a nice little display cool. down there, man. Cool. It's 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 real dope. It's real dope. I I love shelving, and she's real handy with that shit. Yeah, so. She had, we had to do something because I just had them stacked in boxes yeah. along the wall here and there, Shit. and it just didn't look good in there, man. Yeah, it's 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 fun to go in there and, and and see what I've done, man. Yeah, that's cool. A lot of some YouTubers I watch have like their shoe display behind them and their videos for their backdrop. That's yeah, sure. yeah, looks cool, yeah. man. I could do that. I could yeah. do that. I thought about doing that, man. Yeah, maybe we should when we get like a. A space maybe we should put some shoes and stuff up there too i just went on a lebron kick i got i got I probably got about six pair of bronze now Damn. and i and i and I usually i'm a usually an adidas guy i get like i buy a pair of vans and then vans I, are dope and then i wear them for like three years and then i get another pair of vans probably the same one probably the same pair of vans vans are dope i remember uh and then i wear those for like three years and then we wore vans when we were kids yeah that's pretty much been that's been my shoe choice for pretty much since I was eighteen. I don't really mix it up too much. You couldn't tear them up. Yeah, I mean we riding bikes, skating, doing all. You couldn't tear them vans up, man, and they still looked good. A new pair of shoes. You a sneaker freak? No, no, no not, not at all. all. No, that's what, that's what I'm saying. Like I get like the same pair of vans. I don't wear. I'll wear. I just wear my shoes until they like they don't work anymore. Like the soles are falling off and shit. I can dig it. You know, and then I get I get another new pair of shoes. So I've, right. Right now, I have like I have two pairs of sneakers that I wear. Um, I got a pair of sandals that I'm wearing right now, and then I got a couple pairs of work shoes, and that's it. And then as soon as when I got like brown work shoes and black work shoes, you know, so they each have a purpose. So when my brown ones break, I'll, I'll buy more brown ones. When my black ones break, I'll buy more black ones. You know, I'm kind of like a I buy shoes as needed. Practical basically. guy, ain't nothing basically wrong with it right at all. Now. Nothing wrong with it at all. Yeah, 
me growing up in the hip hop era, of course, mm. the Jordan era, of course, you know, and just having to be fashionable in school. Yeah. I mean, like I say, I mean, you get your school clothes, what, every year before school, but, mm -hmm. you know, you start doing your chores and figuring out how to hustle to go get sneakers and shit. Yeah, you know what I mean? Right. And, you know, and that's what I did at an early age. And I started learning the game, man. And I found out that, you know, those old pair of jeans and that old shirt with a new fresh pair of kicks, everything looks new. Yeah. Everything point, looks yeah. new. As long as you was able to blend my nickname growing up, it wasn't Skinny D. Mm. I never went by Skinny D. That was just for the barbershop. My nickname was Fresh. Oh. Yeah, man, I stayed fresh, man. Yeah. I was I had a reputation for showing up on the set fresher than everybody. Everybody <laughs> knew. The shoes, the shoes. Is the shoes, I mean, man. I probably, I probably would be more of a sneaker guy if I had money for it, you know? Like right now, like like I downloaded like the sneakers app because everybody's posting on Instagram about it all the time. And I'm like, what is this? Like, what is this? And you look at the prices and I'm like, I just, I'm not... Well, like that not, well, man, and I'm, that and that can be how you get in. I mean, if like you, I'm just not gonna pay 300 bucks for shoes, man. I'm just not. And and that and that I did it a couple times, but I hustled them off, mm. and then you know went and got what I wanted. You know what I mean? Yeah. You see, know. and there's a lot of that too. Yeah, like yeah, you yeah, gotta like yeah. get this shoe to trade this shoe for this shoe. And yeah, it's just it a just game. Seems, yeah, it's yeah. Just, it just it's, it's something I've been doing probably 30 something years. Yeah, it just seems expensive I mean? and intimidating to get into, <laughs> to get into at this point. So it's like, man, like so. Whenever I have money to just buy whatever pair of shoes I want, you know, mm -hmm. whenever I have money to just like shell out $50,000 for the Back to the Future shoes and shit, then I'll probably have them. I'll have them. When, I, when it's like $400 ain't nothing for me, then I'll go, yeah, I'll buy a $400 right, pair of shoes. Right, right, right. That's probably when I'll start caring about sneakers and buying sneakers. I could dig it. But every once in a while, a Jordan comes out that I like a lot. And I think about like, mm, maybe I want to try to get this, you know, like. Maybe, early the maybe early, wanna, early era yeah, maybe, editions. Maybe I want to try to be one of the lucky 2000 people that actually gets a chance because they like lottery off like chances to spend money on it you know yeah. it's not even like they're lottering yeah. off free. yeah it's a big 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 game man. Yeah, it's not even like they're giving away free shoes they're giving away a chance to buy a shoe yeah yeah it's a yeah. big 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 game big game man i mean and if you know if you know what you're doing you're in there mm -hmm. you're in there i mean there's kids making millions of dollars every year off of just sneakers man yeah it's just a lot of work man. and a what's crazy is what's crazy bro is some of these shoes have been worn Mm -hmm. I mean, they just had a expo uh, last month. They got one coming up here uh, again uh, on the 26th here in Lincoln. And I went, man, and the f first pair I looked at, I was like, $7? Yeah. Oh, I'm like, oh, 700 And I'm, Seven, I'm looking at it, I'm like, damn, these motherfuckers been worn, man. And, you know, I go around and, you know, some are new, some been worn. And I'm like, you're still charging 300 for those? And the dude had his foot in those, man? Nah, I'm good on that, man. Yeah, see, that shit's crazy. So, I don't know. Whenever I get, whenever I have the money to just cheat and just get shoes the easy way, which is dropping what somebody wants for them, then I'll start buying shoes. But it's just too much work. I don't have the. It's kinda, I, don't, I don't think I have the attention span to be like tracking because there's like a thousand new pairs of shoes coming out every day. Anyway, it's like yeah. crazy. Like, yeah. It's like yeah. There's like Instagram pages whose whole job is to just update you on what Nike is doing like today. Yeah, today. Not, not even like what's coming next out. Next week. Yeah, not even what's coming out over the next Hot week. Hot like off the press. Yeah, what's coming out like in two hours, Nike's going to put this shoe out. So, yeah, it's just the sneaker game is, I think it's just a little too intense for me, honestly. It's just, it can. Yeah, it can be just, at times. It seems expensive. It seems Especially like a lot on, of work online. to figure out. Yeah. yeah. And one thing I hate is 
as, as much as I love Amazon and all that, man, I just hate giving somebody my money and I got to wait on my property. Mm, yeah. I don't like that, man. You don't like, order, you know, like ordering stuff online. And stuff. I, I, yeah, I'm not too big on it. Yeah, I like to go go in and I call it a recon mission. You know what I mean, I know where my I know where it is. I'm going to go in there. I'm going to get it and I'm coming out. I think Amazon's awesome. I fucking love Amazon. I hate. I guess I hate what they do. Like they apparently they don't trick their work, workers super well. They're not super friendly. I like, hear that they're not friendly to small business and all that stuff. So I kind of, I don't necessarily love what they do, but I do love being able to order something and then having it like the next day. Yeah, well, yeah, they say it's they'll just, get. They're gonna get faster and yeah, faster. Just, yeah, mo- I mean, most stuff we got like we got Amazon Prime and stuff. Most stuff gets there like it's like order by this time today and you'll have it tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, yeah, so like we wanted some, we wanted some uh, little mounts to hold our phones on our bikes when we're, right. when we're pedaling around, you know. And we ordered them a couple of days ago. They just got here today, so it's like stuff like that. I don't mind ordering, you know, stuff I don't necessarily need like right that second. I think it's, I think it's awesome. Speaking of riding, man, you been riding? No, not really. No. We say it like we we say it like every day. We're like, oh, we're gonna get out and ride tonight for sure. But then it's like. There's just always something, man. This is always something. Like it's like, oh, it looks like like last night we were like, oh, we should go, but it's like windy and it looks like it's gonna rain. And we're like, dude, one time we took the bikes out. We're like, <laughs> we're like, oh, we're pretty sure it's gonna thunderstorm, but we don't care, dude. That'll be fun. We'll ride it. We'll ride in the rain. No big fucking deal. Right, and dude. It was like torrential. Like we got like we were probably like a mile away from the house, and then it just started. It was just like sheets. The winds like blowing us over. We had to like practice. We had to like get off our bikes and walk them. Yeah, that shit hurts too, man. Yeah. We got caught in the rain one night, and it was like needles hitting us. Bro. I was yeah, like, yeah, oh, that, oh, that, oh, that shit sucked. And you're like, you're like pedaling, and we, it was almost went like straight over, just like, whoosh, you know. So yeah, we're pretty careful about not getting stuck in the rain anymore because we're like, we're like, oh, that'll be fun. What a what a quirky little story that'll be. We got we had a nice romantic bike ride through the rain like that. It's not what it was. Been riding the fixed it's gear. Not what it was at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's the only bicycle I have. Oh, word. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, you've been riding, riding the yeah, face gear, dude. Yeah, that's the only bike I got. How you feeling on it? Uh, Not as... Definitely taking the winter off made it a little harder this summer. You know? Me too, man. Yeah. I ain't been riding neither, man. I yeah, but you have been... like a Peloton thing, don't you? Yeah. Did that, did that help at all? Woo! That... Yes, it did. Did that keep your endurance I had, a little it, bit? I, it scared me off of it. No shit. Yeah, man. I mean, Damn. I went for probably a month straight on it. That shit ain't no joke, man. No shit. No, man. And they're they they know. They're like, come on, Tom. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm like, what? <laughs> they, they know. It's like live class. Yeah, they see. They see when you're falling. They see when you're I'm like, damn. And you know, and I'm on there as a skinny D. You know, yeah. and they were like, come on, skinny D. I'm like, whoa. Oh, what the fuck? It's like that. It's like a <coughs> damn. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, man. And when you when you don't ride for uh so many hours they start emailing you and texting you and you know because you gotta sign up for this and this yeah. and i'm like well this is a little bit intrusive here yeah man. damn they, they know i'm not working out man i was like i don't like damn. that man yeah it was a trip yeah that's weird that would be that would be probably too far for me too like hey man yeah you, it, didn't, you didn't get on your bike today you're gonna get on your bike ever yeah we'll probably hit it again this winter damn. but but i ain't been riding either man i it in in one of the reasons we quit riding, man, was, you know, when the, the protest and, you know, and all that mm. shit was going on, man. It got real unsafe for us to be riding, man. One yeah. night, it, it was a bad night, man. I mean, we, just, we didn't know if this truck was following us or, you know what I mean? It was just it was just a bad night, man. It was just 
we and most of the time we would ride at night because it was less traffic you know mm-hmm. what i mean but those that that month and and we just got used to just laying off you know what i mean we yeah just quit riding at night yeah just gotta get back into it we're like every day like we're talking about um like um, when i came here i'm like oh when i get back we're gonna ride our bikes a little bit around the neighborhood so we'll see we'll see if it actually happens i don't know it could but we say it just about every day. Just about every day. We're like, we'll just get the bikes out tonight. One thing we do, bro, we uh we take our bikes to Denver, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my wife was just talking about we yeah. should get a bike rack. So we Trails in Denver, man, are amazing, man. You you guys would love it, man. You'd, you'd get lost, literally. I mean, not lost, but just the scene, man. We got so far away from our hotel, it looked like that. Damn. Yeah, then we thought, you know, we had been blowing, you know what I mean? So yeah. we thought, you know, oh, shit, we, you know, we high, you know what I mean? We we ended up actually getting altitude sickness. Oh, shit. Yeah, and we did that on fixed gears. Damn. Yeah, man. Damn. Yeah, but it was it was, it was was a blast, man. Loved it. Loved it. The trails out there will take you everywhere, man. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, it was, it's, it's very similar to Lincoln. I'll probably put a break on it before I take it anywhere out there, though. I'm not trying to accidentally go fucking 40 miles an hour. Yeah, yeah, you don't want to do that out there. Uh, I'll probably put some brakes on it. Yeah, you probably put a front brake on it. Yeah, to ride in Denver because I don't, I don't, I think it's illegal to ride without a brake out there anyway. Mm -hmm. Probably. Yeah, well, everybody kept looking at me crazy and shit. Yeah, like what? What? I mean, I mean, there were fixed gear riders out there, and I saw it. You know what I mean? But they all had Mm brakes. You know what I mean? So I'm like, okay. And I'm trying to explain to them where I'm from is relatively flat. Yeah, yeah, everywhere's flat here. Yeah, you know pretty, what I mean. And so I don't. You know, I'm yeah, used to riding without a break. Manageable yeah, so here, it's manageable. Yeah. So I'm used to riding without a break. And I've been riding fixed gear, man, probably for 25 years, probably 30 years. Yeah, yeah I've been riding fixed gear like that. So it's always been easy to me. Yeah, I just imagine. I, I actually forgot how to bike. ride a gear bike. Did you? Yeah. Damn. I got a Trek, a 1600 SLR Trek, $1,200 bike at home, man. Jenna has a $1,300 felt. Don't even remember how to use it. Don't know. I mean, you know, I'm so used to cycling. Yeah. That even on my Trek, I find that gear and I'm, you know, I don't, yeah, I'm just in it the whole time. I'm like, I can't ride this bike like this, you know? And usually the reason I I, I hate gear bikes, I like my bikes bare bone is because I would always fuck up the derailleur, bro. Mm -hmm. I don't know what it was. The the derailleur would always get chewed up or it would clink up on me and I would end up having to rip the damn derailleur off anyway. So I would always just rip everything off my bike anyway. Low maintenance. The least I would have to do was change the tire. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's something nice too about the way a fixed gear looks, man. Yeah, 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 something yeah. Looks the real, bare bones, man. Looks, looks real clean. It feels yeah. like it feels different than riding any other kind of bike. Well, it's, the, it's like I can feel like I'm and like I'm making the wheel move. You know, like I'm like I'm doing it. I, it's cliche to say, and I and I know a lot, of, especially fixed gear riders, they they'll know what I'm talking. It's the connectedness. Yeah. Yeah, like I can feel the road in the back tire. Yeah, yeah it's, it's the connectedness, man. That's that's what I fell in love with. Like I control absolutely everything mm-hmm. about my movement on this. If I want to go fast, I I can. If I want to slow down, I can cruise. Yeah. And there was always that happy medium on it. And plus, I look dope on it. Yeah, they just look cool, man. There's something there's something real appealing about them. Every time I take it to the bike shop, man, they just tell me how crazy I am. Really? Yeah, yeah. Like, for riding no brakes? Yeah, fixing. yeah, yeah. They tell me how crazy I am, man. I'm like, shit, you motherfuckers are crazy for riding in them damn mountains, man. That's something I would never do, man. Yeah, yeah I watched a video on, like, TikTok or something of this dude going down a crazy hill on a on a fucking mountain bike. 
Well, like I was telling you, Lookout Mountain in Colorado, yeah. uh, they they train out there. No shit. Yeah, you know the Tour de France people. You know you as you're yeah. going up the mountain, you'll see them going up and coming down, bro. Yeah, fuck yeah. That. I'm like, man, I would yeah, never no do thanks, that, man. No thanks, man. I would. Never. I like I like biking around here because it's chill, man. I'm not trying to get any. I'm not trying to get too much adrenaline on my fucking bicycle. Nah, man. I ain't I'm doing like, that. I, I mean, I'm I'm chilling. Yeah, yeah, this is chill time. Yeah, like I want to pedal. I want to put on some like lo-fi yeah, rap beat music. Yeah. Like, I might stop and smoke a joint. Yeah, just hang out, man. Just chill around the neighborhood, cruise. I don't want to worry about too much shit, especially like my life. Right. I'm not trying to worry about tumbling down the side of a mountain, bro. Right, right. Yeah, that, that, that I will not. I will never do that. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh, man. You got to see some of them dudes, man. In the spandex thing, man. Yeah, you don't, wanna, you don't like the spandex. Nah, nah. I, got, I actually got kicked off of a Facebook group. No I, shit, because you were talking yeah. shit on spandex. Yeah, I was talking yeah, shit on spandex. Can't be doing that. Yeah, man. well, I, you know, <laughs> I mean, I mean, I told him, you know, Puma's dickies in a t-shirt. <laughs> I mean, what is? What did I ask him? I said, is spandex? And it was a serious question. I said, the spe- is it more for? Is it for protection or is it for speed? Yeah, I mean, that's a good question. I don't know. You know, and I wasn't trying to be a smart ass. I did, really wanted to know. Yeah, did, did anybody answer it? Because I kind of. Yeah, man, they answered me all right, <laughs> man. I was like, whoa. I ain't, you know, I'm like, man, y'all, y'all some bougie ass dudes. Y'all, y'all talk about is uh, garments and spandex. <laughs> what was they saying? What were they saying? Man, they, they went at what me, man. What were they saying, dude? What were they saying? I can't even remember some of the comments, but they went, none, none of them positive. They thought I was talking shit. They thought you were talking shit about spandex? Dude, that's a legit question. Yeah, I'm like, is it for protection or is it for speed? Like, I want to know. No, yeah, they I, got, I doubt it's for they, protection, though. Like, if you, if you go down wearing spandex, that shit's probably gone. Well, like I said, it was a legitimate question because I yeah. never wore the, uh, what do you call them? Uh, the padded uh, bike shorts. Mm. With the padding in it for the seat, you know. Oh, I didn't even know yeah. they made that. That's yeah, a, they that's make a good shorts. Idea. That's a good idea. You know, sometimes like, my yeah. fucking ass hurts. Yes, a that's bit. what yeah. I was asking. You yeah. know what I mean? I wanted to know: is there like a short that looked like shorts and not spandex? Yeah. Nah, man, they oh, they, they wasn't having it, I man. See. So I was I like, see. wow. You just wear the spandex thing under your shorts, Drew. I I eventually got one. Yeah, yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah, that's the I only wear problem under my sometimes when we were riding heavy, it was like, damn, my fucking butt hurts. Uh, shields, man. It's actually a nice pair of looking shorts, man, and it has it built inside. And so when I walk, it doesn't look like I got a diaper on. Oh, so the thing that you wanted existed. It existed. And they were all just being assholes. None of them it. wanted to help Damn, me. So they man. thought you were talking shit. What were they, they thought saying? I was talking shit, man. They were sending me hate. If you're not, if you're not a bike rider, why are you in this groove? And what? I'm like, huh? Uh, I got called a Trumpster. Yeah, man, it was you really called a Trumpster. Yeah, I got called a Trumpster. I'm like, what in the fuck is this about, man? Yeah, so I said, this is a bougie-ass group. All y'all talk about is Garmin's and Spandex. Garmin's and <laughs> Yeah, you know, the Garmin, you yeah, know. Yeah, the GPS shit. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, man, I don't even use that shit when I ride, man. What, what, what are you paying attention to when you ride? So I kind of got into a back and forth with everybody on there mm. and got kicked out of the group. Mm. Well, <laughs> good reason, man. It doesn't sound like your kind of people anyway, so. Nah, it ain't. So, good job. All right, uh, it's been an hour and three minutes, according to my clock. My wife gave me an hour time limit. We didn't hang out a lot today because we were both doing separate stuff on Father's Day, you know. So she's like, she's like, go record for an hour. Don't be going for two it's hours all right. today. You got to yeah, get that so, honey time in, man. Yes, yes, yes. So I'm going to go get my honey time, and we will see you guys next week. Uh, check us out on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, all that stuff. Search us, Always Chilling Podcast. That's how you'll find us wherever you listen to your podcast. If, and if we're not where you listen to your podcast, let us know, and we'll do what we got to do to get up there, as long as it's not too much work for me, honestly. 
it gets to a point where it's too much, you know? Um, yeah, like all our stuff, subscribe, like our videos. That helps a lot too. Um, follow us, do whatever you do on the apps you listen to us too, and we'll see you next week. Peace.